This is Damien Maffei from The Strangers Pray at Night and Haunt, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. Squad podcast. This is episode number 245. Tonight we're talking about Maniac Cop. I'm one of your co-hosts, Todd. We have Steven. We have Joe. Boys, men, fellas, how you doing? Good. Tired. You guys literally were hanging out this morning or yesterday? Yeah, two days ago. Yeah. Two I got back ago. Sunday. I got back Sunday. Steve got back uh, yesterday. But yeah, we had a great time. Great week doing all the Halloween Horror Nights and Disney and Universal and never really got a moment to rest. So yeah, I'm feeling it now. Do you remember most of it though? Is the real question. Yeah, I remember all of it besides <laughs> maybe like uh, a part of one night where <laughs> the girls left the boys alone and Steve Uh-oh. and I spent spent half, probably like what, five or six hours at Halloween Horror Nights and we drank a lot of pumpkin beer. That a night. lot of pumpkin <laughs> beer. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but we went through yeah we went we went through like seven houses um that night which was a lot and at, at one point like the problem was you can't drink beer when you go through a house so like at one point i think we had like almost a full beer because we thought the line would be long and then he was like ah you guys gonna chug those before you get to the front and we're like fuck so we had to like we had to do some chugging too so <laughs> any uh any throwing up happening no 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 oh nice no, good job no throwing up yeah you, know, you walk so much, right? Like it's it's right. not like you're sitting and drinking. It's you're constantly right. moving or you know standing or whatever. So right, I did get a little nauseous the next day on one of the Harry Potter rides, but that was about <laughs> it. I did, I had to close my eyes <laughs> during so the ride at one a, point. Did you grab a butterbeer at Harry Potter? Land? I did not, dude. The line was so fucking long for the butterbeer. I'm like, I'm not waiting like 45 minutes to get a butterbeer, <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't do it. Nice. <laughs> but the rides were all great uh velocal coaster at islands of adventure it's like their newest roller coaster fucking insane it's like the craziest roller coaster i've ever been on it was awesome highly recommend it and guardians of the galaxy at disney their newest roller coaster is really good too as far as halloween horror nights i think steve and i are gonna do a like full rundown like on the horror squad youtube channel so we'll save it for that i think yeah, I, I recorded like clips of various things we did over the course of the week. So I'll talk about Halloween Horror Nights, our house rankings. Our uh, we're going to talk about Disney's not so scary Halloween party, just to show kind of the difference between the two, uh, the scare zones, all that stuff. We'll talk about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. We had drinks at Shea Alcatraz, the, uh, yes. the only remaining Jaws presence in the park. They do a little Jaws drink, which was really cool, with a little bit of a show from the um, bartenders and stuff like that. So. We, we did all the horror stuff that was there. You know, we uh, yep. watched the show and did the horror makeup show and just a bunch of stuff. So it's a lot of fun. You know, it's a it's a one of those places that I think you should at least go once as a horror fan. Hopefully, spoiler alert, a better year than this one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the houses were definitely lacking a little this year. I think because of the lack of IPs, which means Steve will get into later in the in our other video. But I'll just say Halloween was far and away the best house, and I think that's because it's like it felt like you were stepping into a movie, whereas all the other ones didn't have that same feel. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's unfortunate that they lost a lot of the IPs this year, but still, we had a fun time. So 
that's it. And what about you, Todd? What did you do on? Uh, you got a week off from doing podcasts altogether. So, do you do anything uh, fun? I can't compete with your guys' trip. Um, played some top golf, just normal, boring stuff. No, no uh, Mickey Mouse or Horror Nights for me. So we'll move along. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but no, uh, no beers either. No pumpkin beer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there will be something very soon that we will all do together. So Joe, you want to tell us a little bit about uh, the upcoming event in Salem, which is now a month away. Actually, what, there's two of them. One of them that's yes. a little less than a month away, and the other one is straight up a month away. That's right. Uh, yeah. So October 15th is the first one, which will just be myself, I believe, and Sam. There will be a signing with Damien Maffei, of course, who we had in Salem last year as well. Uh, he is returning. Uh, he is going to be signing for at Silver Moon Comics, Comics from 1 to 5. And yeah, he'll have his Strangers and The Haunt and New Texas Chainsaw Massacre prints uh, for the video game out and stuff like that. So come meet Damien from 1 to 5 on October 15th. And uh, our friends from the Crypt will also have a special Damien Maffei menu. The Damien Muffaletta, if I'm saying that right. I had it last year and it was absolutely delicious. So I highly recommend if you're coming to that event to order that burger because it was so good. Uh, and then our very big event the following week, October 22nd, with, of course, Omri Cast from Hocus Pocus. The entire horror squad will be there. Me, Steve, Todd, and Sam will be joining us as well. Yeah, it's going to be an awesome time. Once again, he'll be signing from one to five at Silver Moon Comics. And then our screening, which is officially sold out. So thank you to everyone who bought tickets. We'll be at seven o'clock. Um, with a Q&A to follow hosted by us. So it's going to be an awesome time in Salem. Hopefully some of you guys can make it out. We'd love to see you guys. Yeah, absolutely. And just to kind of put the nail in the coffin on that one, let's hear from Omri himself as he explains the details of the event one last time. It's me, Omri Katz, a.k.a. Max from Hocus Pocus. Just here to let you know I'm going to be in Salem, Massachusetts on October 22nd at the Silver Moon Comic Store starting at 1 p.m. I'm going to be signing some autographs and meeting fans and whatnot. And then after that, there's going to be a special screening and a Q&A hosted by the Horror Squad podcast at Cinema Salem. So I really look forward to seeing you guys there and don't miss it. All righty, you guys ready for some horror news? Sure. No yes. righty. Well, the first thing I want to talk about, and I don't know if either of you guys have even watched it yet, but I watched it, and it is the new Hellraiser TV series on Hulu released their trailer today. Very exciting. Uh, that will be premiering on Hulu on October 7th. A lot has been coming out about this. Um, probably most notably the whole controversy surrounding who's playing Pinhead, which, you know, is ridiculous, <laughs> but that's a whole nother story. But yeah, uh, the trailer came out today. Did either of you guys watch it by chance? I did. No, but I'll I watch it thoughts. while you guys talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, just quickly, my thoughts is that it looks great. I, I like the really dark tone that they're going with it. I like the way that uh, the new Pinhead looks. I love the look of the the Cenobites that we see in the trailer. And honestly, I think it's it could be really good. You know, uh, I'm not 100% sold by the main character, the guy who like opens the box just yet. I, I don't know. There's something about that performance that's nagging me. But other than that, like as far as the you know, stuff we know, the Cenobites, you know, Pinhead, all that stuff. I think that's really cool. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it could be a really cool series. 
And I agree. I think it looks awesome. I think the this was a great, great trailer. The new pinhead, Jamie Clayton, as the new pinhead looks awesome. I love the voice they went with on it too. It's like very fucking creepy. And yeah, everything looks great. Like the everything everything looks good about it so far. So we'll see how it goes. But my expectations have gone up quite a lot after that trailer. But where is that coming out? Is that a, a forget, is it Hulu or I forget which studio? Uh... Yeah, it's Hulu's doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see what you mean about the performance, Steve. On the the male, the male lead, he's kind of got weird reactions. But yeah, I mirror what you guys both said. It looks pretty bloody. It looks pretty cool. Plus, Hulu's been killing it lately. Like, I really love Fresh. I love Prey. I'm sure there's other, uh, Mike, the Mike Tyson show is really good. So I'm excited. Even though I don't like Hellraiser, I think this one looks pretty cool. Fucking Disney, the uh, the new uh, heavy hitter in the horror genre. Yeah, apparently. seriously. <laughs> weird. They're coming, they're coming for Shutter. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, file this under like once again, like where the fuck did this come from? From Ty West, as we are, you know, Pearl just released, and then just out of nowhere, surprise that we're making another uh, movie in this X universe. This one is going to be called Maxine, following, of course, our lead character from X. Uh, this one is going to be set in the 19. 19- 80s um following of course uh our lead character of maxine played by mia goth of course this one uh is going to follow basically during i believe the like porn resurgence of the 19 like 80s and whatnot and that's really all of the information uh they've really released so far but i yeah apparently ty west has a lot uh, (laughs) a lot going on with these movies because he just apparently he's just this has opened uh, like Pandora's box in his brain um, where we're getting essentially an entire franchise like in like under a year. So yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? So someone likes him at that studio for sure. Like, sure. Giving yeah. him all this money, but uh, I, I'm sure it has, but have we ever had sequels like this released so closely together, especially in the theater? Yeah. I'm trying yeah, to, I'm trying to yes, think. but only like pre-planned ones like Matrix did it. Uh, Lord of the Rings oh. did it. That's true. Uh, Saw did it every year for like, you know, yeah, but this is like, but X this was out. This just came out of nowhere. It kind of, it was like, never, yeah, it's a, for something small, I don't think it's ever been done. Like big studios who had planned trilogies and stuff like that. Yes, but yeah, like Avatar 12 year plan. Right, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's crazy. uh, Yeah. It's, uh, it's an interesting that he's going back and forth in time with, uh, you know, kind of two characters that he's featuring all. You know, starring Mia Goth, of course. So I'm, I'm curious to do what it's, to see what he does with it. But I got to see Pearl first, yeah. You know? So let's see how that one goes before making an opinion about the third one. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for Pearl, and I'm sure we're going to cover it at some point uh, on the podcast. All right, moving on. Uh, an update on Tusk Two, as Kevin Smith recently did an interview, hinting that 2024 seems to be the release date for it. Uh, he said 2024 will mark the 10-year anniversary of Tusk. We could just leave it there and move on, but you know, I've got more story left I'd like to tell. There's a reason we left him in the zoo at the end. I always knew as we were making the movie um that we would do it again i unfortunately thought we would have michael parks with us longer but sadly he's not but we do have justin he went on to say uh early on i was like well eventually they'll take him out of that walrus skin and try to rehabilitate him and just like harvey dent in the dark knight returns he'll only ever see himself one way then he becomes the howard howe character uh justin long becomes the crazy guy who's trying to turn people into something else half human half whatever 
Last time it was Wal- Walrus, this time you'll see. So it basically sounds like he pretty much just gave us the plot of the movie yeah. there. Uh, I was so, going to say, that's kind of yeah, shitty that <laughs> you, got, you got the twist, you got the plot, you got Justin Long's whereabouts all right. Ra- like, come on, Kevin. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so uh, do you like that, though? Do you like that angle that basically Justin Long becomes the villain now? Uh, I mean, I, I, where else do you go with it? Michael Parks being passed away and everything, but... right. Yeah, so so what we get from this is he's gonna make a moose, which leads into moose jaw. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> See, all the, that, this is, it's his it's his plan to make moose jaw like this whole time just to get fucking trilogy. Oh gosh. Well, I guess he gets, we get a chance to. I hope. Uh, what's his face? Haley Joel Osment comes back because he's, he's yeah. a good little yeah. little weasel. Yeah, I think he would. For sure. Yeah, and his daughter, of course, and Johnny oh, Depp's God. daughter. <laughs> well, Johnny Depp's daughter is like a super good actress. Yeah. Like, she's been in a number of things, but what's her name? Smith is pretty rough. <laughs> Harley Quinn? Yeah, there you go. How can I forget that name? All right. <laughs> All right. Well, next bit of news here. You guys will probably know better about this better than me, but um, they are going to be releasing, coming in 2024, a documentary about the George Romero Resident Evil movie, that was never made. So you, do you guys know a little bit more about this than me? Uh, I, I didn't know much. I'd heard about it, but not much more than that. So I'm really psyched to see what the plan was. You know, obviously George Romero is the king of zombies. So I'm curious what a George Romero Resident Evil, what it'll look like, you know? Resident Evil is more about, it's not just about zombies. You know, there are a lot of other elements involved. So I was curious how he would have tackled it versus what we ended up getting with, uh, was it uh, Paul W.S. Anderson? Anderson, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, how he did it. So, yeah, I'm very curious about this. Yeah, I think he mm-hmm. shot a trailer for Japan for the Resident Evil games. And then he wasn't a fan, obviously, of the video games. And, like, he watched them play it and took notes and wrote a script on that, I think, if my memory serves. But, yeah, anything Romero, I'm pumped. Yeah. Well, here's a little bit uh, of what this article says. Uh, so, a draft of Romero script dated October 7th, 1998, was eventually leaked online. Romero's script was ambitious and gory, but also strayed from the 1996 game in certain areas. Nevertheless, in spite of Romero staying relatively close to the source material, Capcom wasn't thrilled with the script. Complicating matters was the script's violent content, which eventually led to it being scrapped. So How does Capcom complain when that movie was nothing (laughs) like the video games? Bastards. Very true. Yeah. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, so stay tuned. 2024, we'll give you guys updates uh, as they come. All right, next bit of news here is Halloween releasing in theaters, uh, the original, along with parts four and five. So if you'd like to see those three movies uh, in theaters, they are going to be coming out in theaters beginning September this this uh, month, actually. So keep an eye out for your local theaters as all three movies will be hitting theaters to you very soon. In, of course, anticipation of Halloween ends coming, of course, October 15th, is it? I think That's, that's a peacock for me. Or is all it right. peacock or is it peacock. Peacock, peacock, yes. I just bought I'm that for twenty dollars for the year, so I'm good. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna see it in theaters. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it at home. Maybe like order a pizza or something. 
And uh, all right, let's do one more here. An update on the Strangers remake trilogy that is going to be happening. Um, They announced recently that, so it was rumored that Rennie Harlan was going to be directing. We can now confirm that Rennie Harlan is definitely going to be directing at least one of the movies. I don't know if he's going to be directing all three, but the trilogy of films is currently being filmed over in Slovakia of all places. Um, so from there, the filmmakers are expanding the story in new and expe- unexpected ways over the three films. And yeah, that's really all we have for now on that. No real, no real like standouts as far as like casting. Like I don't really know anybody, no names that like jump out at me as stars or anything like that. So yeah, that's all we can give you for now. But as more comes along, I'm sure we'll be covering that trilogy if it all comes out at once or however the hell it comes out. Uh, we'll, we'll find out, but we'll keep you guys up to date. And yeah. Oh, and one last bit of news for those Yellow Jackets fans. Elijah Wood has been cast for the new season so of Yellow Jackets. So yeah. And that's all I got for horror news this week. What we got? Trivia? Yep. All right, trivia. Oh, so we got a uh, bottom tie there between Joe and myself at 11 apiece. Steve in command with 13 points. However, in the overall record, it's myself leading at 47, Joe 45, Steve 40. But I think Steve's kicking that COVID little uh, brain sludge got he had going on there. So I think he might be making a comeback right now. We'll see. I don't have an uh, error. Like, I'm still on vacation, like, school down. <laughs> VK mode, mode. So, yeah. So I'll go first. Just All right. To- kick things off all right so the first one is a regular question this movie stars a famous mother and daughter and was remade in 2005 oh, famous mother and daughter and says five uh psycho wrong fuck uh it's it starred a mother and daughter and then was remade yeah so the original stars a mother and daughter a famous mother and daughter and then was remade in 2005 hmm how about that how about that? Thanks, Gramps. <laughs> How about that, and son? I, uh, hey, I don't know. Famous How, mother and daughter, but remade in 95 with another yeah, famous sorry, mother. Two, two, 2005. 2005. No. Was it a remake? No, just regular actors, actresses? Right, right, yeah. Uh, what, uh, what decade are we looking at for the original one? 80s. 80s. I'll, I'll give you that as a hint. Gosh, that's probably going to be an easy one, too. I don't know. You guys give up? Yeah. All right. I was steaming it with tonight's episode. It was The Fog, starring Jamie Lee Curtis ah. and Janet Lee, mm. uh, and remade in 2005, which we both, re- Todd and I both reviewed uh, not like two months ago, I'd say. Two piece. Also starring Tom Atkins, which we're going to talk about it's tonight. Tommy, man. Hey, man, tell you. <laughs> Tommy, boy. He's my man. Every opportunity we get to talk Tom Atkins, we're going to do it. We're just going to go through his fucking filmography. It, it wasn't even intentional, too. I'm like, let's do makeup. And then, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'll go. All right. So, whoever is the closest, but you have to be within the million. The million. The million. All right. Right. Within a million. All right. Whatever. I don't care. We'll see what happens. Right. <laughs> How much money did Maniac Cock make? Make? Is it domestically? No. Or? Uh, overall. All right. 88. This probably did not get a national <laughs> yeah. release. So. Right. Stick to the States for this one, though. Maniac Cop, 1988. I'm going to go uh, 3 million. 3 million. Okay. 1.5 million. 1.5 million. All right. This, let's uh, have another round of guesses because this movie, I think, only released 
in LA and New York for like two days. Okay. Bring it down a little bit. So uh, <laughs> whoever gets closest. All right. It's under a million dollars gross. Whoever gets closest gets it. All right. I'm going to go hmm, 400,000. Okay. 400,000. 100,000. The answer is 671,000. Steve with the yes. point. <laughs> All right. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know. I only released in two cities. Yeah. Still, still got Something two like sequels. That. I think I know. Yeah. I think another movie of that same time period did the same thing. It might have been Maniac. I'm not sure. Wow, interesting. All righty. Tagline, all of our favorites. Of course. We're so good Th at these. This is, this is an easy one. Ooh. I'll be there's shocked. There's no room, room in hell. <laughs> all right. She'll, she'll possess you, then destroy you. She's death on wheels. She Christine? Yes. Yeah, so yeah. Oh, yay. <laughs> <laughs> What's the rest of that terrible sounding tagline? That's she's it. Death on wheels. She's death on wheels. It's she's, she's death on wheels. She's dot 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 dot. Ugh, that's, that's, that's bad. <laughs> hey man, it's the eight. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, next one is the four clues. Awful art. <laughs> Afterlife. Um, Beetlejuice. Correct. Yes. The next one was Deadly Dog and Miniature Village. Deadly wow. Dog. Yeah, because the dog ends up killing the, oh, okay. the, the, the family, right? Yeah. Oh, all right. Okay. How many films has William Lustig directed that had the word maniac in the title? Four. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Name three, them all. Three, three maniac cops and maniac. <laughs> and maniac. Yeah. You love like, <laughs> <like> that. <laughs> I, I looked him up though, after watching the movie. So, yeah, yeah he co-directed Maniac Three though. Did he? Yep. Oh. I guess yeah, he was, right. it wasn't important to him anymore. Yeah, he's like, eh. <laughs> yeah. All right, three movies, three movie reviews. Guess the movie from Letterboxd. Yeah. Oh, love All it. Right. All right, number one. Me, twenty minutes in. Really? This is it? Me, eighty minutes in. LOL, LOL. Yes, absolutely. Please never end. Okay. Okay. Twenty minutes in, and eighty minutes in. Is it one cut of the dead? It's not. Okay. All right. Well, Steve took a blind guess. I'll take one too. Midsummer. Okay. Midsummer. Incorrect. Okay. Back to zero. Okay. Number two. That prison scene had me laughing so hard it gets an extra extra half star. Bravo. Maniac cop. Incorrect. Oh, that's a good guess. Uh, I'll just guess one to keep it even. Let's go with. Um, Fuck, I just had it on my mind and I lost it. <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember, but we, well, we could both guess after the next one. Okay. And the last one, this one, we'll probably give it away. Is it really a James Wan horror film if there isn't a Dilf played by Patrick Wilson? Oh. Um, I can't think of the fucking title. I'm not going to say anything because Steve's fucking churning. <laughs> yeah, his fucking I, wills in there. Prison scene. Are lubed up with fucking beer. Um, is it um no uh uh malignant malignant yeah because you malignant. said malignant. I, I was gonna say i was gonna say malevolent and i couldn't <laughs> remember the actual name i just needed the m yeah <laughs> correct i had it just had the wrong word yep <laughs> um okay so my turn so i'm going to the 60 second game because i haven't done it in a while okay you can go with joe first Ooh. Just because I set it up. <laughs> All right, Joe, you ready? 
right, wait, what are we doing here? This is the one where I gotta keep like throwing keep shit out there. Yeah, that's right. All right. Don't act like All you guys right. didn't collude over this in the five-hour lines. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, ready? Yes. And go. 80s. No. 90s. No. 70s. No. 2000s. <laughs> no. 2010s. No. What? 60s. Nope. 50s. Nope. <laughs> what the fuck? 20, 20s? 2020s. Yeah. 2020s. Yeah, 2020. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was 1920s. No, no. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Ooh. 2020, 20, 21, no, 20, or 22? 2020, 2020. 2020, okay. Yeah. Uh, is there uh, famous actors in it? Yes. <laughs> um, was it directed by James Wan? By James Wan, no. No. Uh, has it got witches in it? Nope. Does it have uh, Anya Taylor Joy in it? Nope. She's in a lot of them. <laughs> she is. Uh, All right. Oh, final question. Final guess. Okay. Is it a ghost movie? Nope. Final guess. Uh... <laughs> nah, I got nothing. Todd, do you have a final question? Final guess? Uh, is it something we covered? Uh, no. Oh. I have no idea because it's... Yeah. <laughs> Joe yeah. didn't help you at all. <laughs> you want to just throw one out there? Uh, 2020 film. <laughs> hashtag alive. No. So the answer was freaky. I mm. didn't know. Vince, Vince Ivani. Vince Vaughn. Vinny Vaughn. Yeah. Have you seen that I one? I never know the right questions. I haven't, no. Uh... Me and Coach... <laughs> All right, you ready in the Yep. And oh wait. Go. Sixties. No. Seventies. No. Eighties. No. Nineties. No. Two hundred two thousands. No. Twenty ten on. Uh past twenty ten, but no. Uh, it's in the twenty tens. Twenty ten, twenty twenty. Okay. Twenty twenties. Okay. Yeah, Is it a twenty twenty release? Nope. Twenty twenty one release. Yes. Okay. Was it a slasher? Uh yeah. Okay. Slasher twenty twenty one. Did I hate it? Uh, no. Did we cover it? Yes. Was it Halloween Kills? No. Because I hated that movie. You would have been lying. Um, <laughs> there's a slasher from 2021, and we covered it, right? Yep. Um, Actually, I, I think 2022, because I, I think it was at uh, theaters, and it, I think it was like a festival. So was it X? Little... No. Okay. So um, count 2022. I think it was a festival release. 20, 21 and 22, and it was a slasher movie, and we covered it. Mm -hmm. Um... Was it a big box release or was it like a shutter exclusive? No, blockbuster. Okay, blockbuster. And it was a slasher and it was in the fucking theaters and it was 21, 22. I'll, I'll give you an covered. extra 10 seconds because of that. Okay. Um, man, I haven't done one of these in a while. I can't and think of any slashers that came out. Final guess. Final. Well, final question. Final guess. 21, 22. Wasn't X. Wasn't Halloween. I don't know. My mind's fucking drawn them. Uh, was it Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Wrong. Damn. Joe? Right. Halloween hey. Kills. I already said you have, that. You have a question. Oh, first. I missed it. Oh, <laughs> shit. Oh, sorry. Okay. It was a slasher uh, was it from in... 21 to 22. We yeah, covered 20, it. it. We covered it in 2022. I think we consider 2022, but it came out, uh, I guess, 
festivals 2021 damn that should be we didn't cover did it make did it make our top any of our top tens it's not we haven't done we haven't done our 2020 top 10 yet okay okay all right i'm still on vacation i'm still my mom yeah i know my My brain is i'm gonna see if i can guess Um, it from my stats even though i obviously don't get a point so we reviewed it this year we did oh shit and it's a slasher yep Hmm. damn oh oh is it Studio 666? Wrong. So <laughs> I was going with the theme here, Joe, and you should have gotten this. It was Black Phone, the other Blumhouse house from Halloween Horror Nights. Is that so, a slasher? Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I would say. Well, get, no. I don't know what else it would be. He stalks people, kills people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That was, that, that was the two Blumhouse films uh, from Halloween Horror Nights. Bitch. It was. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, IMDb list said 2021, but we, right. we got our wide release this year. Yeah, Black Phone was definitely this year. Yeah. All right. Four clues. I'm, I'm being a little cute with these clues here, so here we go. Clue number one, Fright Night, the movie. Clue number two, a version of Hide and Seek. Clue number three, Best Friends. I'm going to repeat one through three before I give you the fourth one. <laughs> Fright Night, 1985, the movie. A version of Hide and Seek. Best Friends. Fourth and final clue is Good Guy. Oh, Chucky? Well, Child's Play? Child's Play, yeah. The remake, probably. We... No, it was original. But who do we give it to, though? No, Jeez. it's him. Child's Play is the movie, not Chucky okay. the character. Yep. Because Fright you. Night... I, th- I thought Barry that after, after Best Friend, but I was like, I don't know. What was the Fright Night? Um, the director? Jer- well, director Tom Holland plus Jerry from Fright Night was the cop in. Right, right. Play. Oh, yeah. That's right. Showing the board. Thank you. All right. In Scream, what is rule num- number one on Randy's list of rules for surviving a horror movie? Never say you'll be right back? Incorrect. Okay. Um... I'm gonna oh, go again after Steve. I feel we've had this before. Yeah, I've got it. How would it be? Uh, stay together, never go out alone, or something like that. New. No. Don't have sex. Correct. Oh, yes. <laughs> and with that, I am tied with the evil doer, Steve. Dad, I knew it. The vacation <laughs> was not good. Uh, all right, is that it for the night? What about Joe? Oh, just ooh. Okay, one can take the lead with this one. No, I mean, uh, oh. what, would Joe, what would Joe score now? Oh, he's at 12. Okay. I'm at, we're, me and you are at 15. All right. I thought you started, I thought you had 13 before. Um, <laughs> I feel like you said it was 15, 13, 13. So how did he get to No, he was at 11. <laughs> okay. Maybe I, I just, one. maybe I just heard well, wrong. Go back to the tape then, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, four one two. Let me see. Let me put those in the main spreadsheet here. Four one two. All right. So we got fifteens uh, across the board with me and Steve. Joe with twelve, maybe. And then the main <laughs> scores are myself fifty one, uh, Joe forty six, Steve forty two. It's heating up. Actually, that's the last one, right? Ooh. So don't we need a tiebreaker? Uh, we got one more. I think we might quarter. have one more. Let me just check here. Yeah, we have one. Yeah, yeah, one more. The thirtieth is the uh, 
So ne- next week is the final week. It's down to the wire, too. Yep. Cool. Okay. Hello, detective. <laughs> I was watching that this weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, it was on like HBO or something. Wow. All right. Maniac Cop, directed by William Lustig, 1988. You have the right to remain silent forever. In New York, people are slain and strangled to death brutally on the open street. All witnesses agree that the murderer was in a cop's uniform. Soon the police search and find a suspect in its own ranks. Jack Forrest, suspected of murdering his own wife and the rest of the unfortunate individuals die by the maniac cop's reign of terror. To prove his innocence, he investigates the case with his partner, Teresa Mallory. So that synopsis actually doesn't make a lot of sense. So anyway, uh, we're in New York City. It's grimy, it's dirty, it's dusty. Think maniac cop, uh, think, sorry, maniac. Like that kind of feel, everything's like gross and everything. Uh, Meanwhile, you have this uh, super big, a uh, hulking man in a police uniform. He's going around killing people. First, he kills uh, bad guys, then he's killing good guys, then he's killing whoever. Meanwhile, you have Tom Atkins, who is a horror legend. He plays a detective, a gruff detective down on his luck. His partner was killed a couple years ago and he's suicidal. He doesn't fucking like anybody. He doesn't even smile, which is a cool scene. Um, he's going around trying to investigate. And right away, he's like, you know what? Why aren't we believing the bad guys when they say a cop killed him? Because obviously, this guy has insider information. No one believes him, blah, blah, blah. Then you have Bruce Campbell enter the picture, who's a two-timing street cop. He's cheating on his wife, um, who's kind of obsessed with the case, and she thinks that Bruce Campbell is the cop killer, the murderer. So she has like, you know, like a, a best of newspapers clippings of all the man cops killing things like that. So she ends up following Bruce Campbell and finds him in bed with his partner. And then uh, she ends up getting killed herself and Bruce Campbell is framed for it by the maniac cop. So now we have to follow Bruce Campbell as he's in jail and they're interrogating him. Meanwhile, we have Tommy Atkins trying to figure out what's going on. And within all that, you have the maniac cop himself running amok around town, killing people with his massive jawline. So yeah, was this the first time for anybody with Joseph? No? For me, yes. For you? Okay, well, what do you like? What do you like about it? <laughs> so I was telling Steve, actually, when we were together at Halloween Horror Nights, when we were had mentioned when we finally decided we were going to cover this that i actually have very fond memories of the vhs cover even though i've never seen the movie um i remember the the cover for maniac cop and uh i just never saw it but i always thought it was about like a zombie um you know cop like type thing which i think maybe in the sequels that comes about is that how it goes in the sequels yeah he's dead the third one is All like right. really like they bring him with voodoo and shit so all right. Um, so yeah, so uh, overall, like this wasn't what I expected it to be. Like I thought this was going to be just like a slasher movie, like with this zombie cop just kind of killing people. And really, that's not what you get here. Uh, you know, I would say this is like almost like borderline horror, like at, at times, because like it's really more of like, I don't know, like action, <laughs> like cop drama, like for the most part. And that's not like necessarily a bad thing. Um, like I still think it was like a really entertaining and good movie. It just really isn't a harm it really didn't feel like a horror movie to me so that kind of like i guess let me down a little bit however you got tom atkins in here you got bruce campbell you got ted Raimi in here at 1.2 if i'm not mistaken sam in a little sam. cameo sam, sam Raimi, okay in, in a little cameo uh which was fun so yeah like i, I thought it was like it, it was a fun movie i just think it it just threw me for a loop um <laughs> you know it just wasn't what i was expecting overall yeah i hadn't seen this in a long time and it's been so long that I was starting to confuse other movies with this one. Like I was thinking part intruder, part night of the creeps, just 
mix mixing and mashing and co- completely kind of forgot what this movie about except when i was watching it some of it was starting to come back to me you know some scenes were kind of just reminded refreshed me of the having seen it probably in the 90s or something like that and i agree with joe the movie really starts off horror you know it's really a, like a slasher going and killing random people you never know who's going to get killed next and i thought it would kind of keep that momentum going where you know he just keeps killing people and tom atkins uh goes after him and then bruce campbell comes in and starts helping tom atkins once he's cleared to fight down this you know monstrous killer but it takes a kind of a shift halfway through where like joe said it becomes more of a just a cop drama action film and there's very little horror in the second half of the movie other than you know the maniac cop himself cordell which i always think about hannibal (laughs) cordell can you get me a drink cordell (laughs) the manservant yeah the manservant for uh, (laughs) mason verger yeah so it just kind of it's just off-putting to me because i'm i guess i went in expecting a horror film and then it becomes more of a cop thing not that that's a bad thing because i do like you know cop cop dramas as well it's just it's a weird shift to go from so much kind of violence at the beginning and slashery goodness to just completely going into cop action stuff i do like the guy who plays maniac cop you know he's played in samurai cop which is something i would highly recommend to our audience as one of the most ridiculous movies i've ever seen in my life and i recognize him from a bunch of things because that's fucking shin man you you just like know that this guy like he has such a unique looking chin and i like how at the beginning of the movie you don't really know who the maniac cop is and they really try to hide it uh when bruce campbell is in first introduced they like don't show his face for a big portion of his first scene as if to say that they're going to reveal that it's probably him, you know, because he's also known for a big chin, you know, it's like one of his things. And I wish they kind of kept going with that, where you didn't really know who the Maniac Cop was, and maybe it was someone that was on a force that was a little less obvious, you know. I like that, but they totally abandoned that halfway through, and that kind of sucks. But there was a big surprise in the middle. I won't say it right now, but there's something that happens two-thirds in the movie that really shocked me. I was like, oh, shit, I did not expect that to happen. And uh, But we'll talk about that, so... Overall, I liked it, but it's, uh, you know, I'm a little disappointed, I guess, that it wasn't as horror as I would expect. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys there. Like, I had it originally a four-star out of Flarebox um, rating from memory. So it's been probably maybe six, seven years since I watched it. Um, it has a lot of pacing issues, you know, like towards the middle there, uh, especially with like a lot of the Bruce Campbell, like interrogation slash like going to the prison thing to learn what's really going on. I'm like, it's kind of not needed. I would have agreed with um, keeping Bruce Campbell the villain would have been really cool and fleshing out Tom Atkins a little bit more in this one. But overall, I still really like it a lot. It's goofy. It's stupid. And it's just got like a gross feeling to it. And I mean, Tom Atkins, dude, he's at, he's at his, like, come on. This guy like always hits above his weight class in every single movie. Jamie Lee Curtis, the young chick from Halloween three, this girl that he meets the reporter, she's like, Oh, we doing romantic. He's like, not about romance tonight. When is it not about romance, Tom? You have time in your schedule to fucking like this. Come on. So like Tommy, man, I don't know what he's doing, but he's doing it right. Um, but I thought also Bruce Campbell, he played a more serious role in this one, and he actually pulls it off because some of his acting can, can be questionable sometimes. But I thought overall he was actually pretty good for more like a more grounded role than he usually does. Um, so overall, I still really like it, but it uh, definitely dropped down a peg, and the pacing issues definitely affect it. And I think the better crazy cop movie would be Psycho Cop Returns, Psycho Cop Part Two, which is 
starring uh, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration from The Office, if you guys are into Killer Cop movies. But out of this series, I think Maniac Cop 2 is the superior one out of the trilogy. But that's a little deeper dive. But what was your uh, twist? Can I guess it? Yeah. That you didn't like? I'm sure. Oh, no, it's, well, of course. I'm sure Tom, you know what it is. Yeah. Tommy Atkins getting thrown out the fucking window. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I kept thinking, well, obviously, no, he, he, he just landed on the car roof. He'll be fine. He'll get up. Wait. He's going to get up, right? Walk it off. Wait a minute. Like, why is he getting up? <laughs> then they changed seat. I'm like, but what happened to him? Is he dead? And it's like, no. I can't believe they killed Tom Atkins in this fucking movie, yeah. two thirds in. Bad choice. Yeah. Bad, choice. <laughs> bad choice. Really, really bad choice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. They didn't flush him out enough, you know? And, and I thought that's because he yeah. had more movie to go. Um, one plot point that I really liked, that I really wish they went more into, that they go in, they just, kind of dip their toe into it for a little bit and then completely get out of it is so when you know people start getting afraid of cops tom Atkin hires the um reporter to report about you know kind of the killer cop being out there and then everyone's afraid of cops and start killing cops i thought that was a really interesting plot point that you know suddenly all the cops are the villains to these people so it would give them more reason to find this you know maniac cop and everything like that but they kind of just drop it at some point and it's not really a thing anymore other than making like a joke where a security guard's like, oh man, in this uniform, I should get extra pay. <laughs> As if he was, he went into that secret facility to take a piss anyway. That's the stupidest know, fucking stupid excuse ever. <laughs> Yeah, there's just a lot of issues like that. Uh, I love when Bruce Campbell gets caught in bed with uh, the other cop and he says, well, why did you follow me? <laughs> you know, As if that's the good excuse. And then he follows up with, I didn't want you to find out this way. <laughs> like, obviously. <laughs> Fuck, it's a, just, yeah, so some of the stuff was just kind of ridiculous. I think the cops in general were a little ridiculous at times in this movie, so. Yeah, everyone but Tom Atkins is, like, terrible at their jobs. <laughs> yeah, but fucking Bruce Campbell, he's, like, in the scene right before that, he's like, yeah, I'm sorry, make it up to you, we'll go hang out this weekend, and he's, like, whistling on his way to the fucking motel to pound some strange, and he's Fucking two-time in Bruce Campbell, man. Piece of shit. So what, uh, as someone, this is a first-time watch, how are the sequels, like, in comparison, I guess? Are they worth a watch? Or uh, do, they, do they do they go more in the horror route, I guess, too? Um, Probably the same kind of feel. Okay. I think part two is really good. It's got what's-his-face in it, I forget. Um, I think it's from Dick Tracy. Yeah, he's the one whose his face is all, like... Uh... He's got some acne scars or something. Yeah, like a yeah. lot of he has a lot of scars on his face. I forget his name too. It's a... um, I got the poster William, up there. Actually. William Forsythe? No. no. Which one am I? He he's uh, he's the villain in Matt in the mask. Sorry, Jim Carrey. Uh, oh God! That. Damn, I can't see his name. Robert Dave? No, that's probably not it. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, the dude from uh the Goonies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's in it. He's a he's really good in it. But I mean, all all three, all five of them, I count Psycho Cop on those two, like are just ridiculous. So, what what do you guys think of the kills in this? So, there are quite a few significant kills, especially in the first half of the movie. Are there any that stood out to you guys? Honestly, like nothing, not really for me. Yeah, unfortunately, sorry. <laughs> it's okay. We need to stop watching slashes. We never have a great conversation about them because they're usually just straightforward. <laughs> kills no i shoot i thought no. the lane i thought the kill quote-unquote kill at the end with psycho cop that was cool maniac cop 
Yeah. Yeah. That, cool. that stunt I thought was pretty insane for that stunt man that had jump off the fucking right. and the moving truck. I'm like, geez, dude, this could have gone wrong very easily. Mm-hmm. And then a stupid little hand at the end, like, I'm still alive. Like these cops, well, probably because these fucking assholes were idiots the whole movie, but like they're not going to look in the water right below the fucking dock. <laughs> His stupid I ass watched, hands crawling out. <laughs> did you? I watched the alternate ending myself alternate too. Ending? So the all in the alternate ending, he no, they're at they. You go back to like the mayor's office or whatever, and they're like, we have to like cover this up if like you want to like win re-election or whatever. And then maniac cop is like hiding behind a curtain, and he comes out and he kills the mayor. <laughs> I like that any better. Yeah, I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then sneaking around. What about the prison scene? I know you like that one. Yeah, the whole flashback yeah, I mean, scene, it's I guess. Just hilarious. Yeah. It's just like in unnecessary slow motion the whole time. Well, they had to do slow motion <laughs> dong. Like, yeah, right. It's I, I just laugh at I that was one of my favorite scenes. It was just it was so funny. It it was really crazy. Like the way they filmed it, you know, it was all like kind of uh blurry and they didn't really quite show his face and yeah, yeah. they get him naked into the slow motion it was just, <laughs> and he's he's there like you know it's being cut with him on a bench somewhere just like all sad and stuff it, it was weird for a slasher to have such like well because he's hanging out with his his crippled girlfriend yeah that, that's right. a, didn't, she, didn't she try to kill herself after he died and that's why she's crippled yeah, but that was that was another one of my complaints in this. I, I don't know if that was important enough. Like, I didn't really care about that character. That should have been one of the main characters that was helping him the whole time. You know, whether it's Bruce Campbell's character or maybe even Tom Atkins because he's so fucked up. You know, even the when he's trying to look for the thing, he's like, uh, "No, hey, didn't you try to kill yourself? Aren't you having mental issues?" You know, it's just that reveal of his ex girlfriend was just like, "Eh, who cares?" You know. It's, Wow. It's stupid to me. And she fucking like takes shots into the darkness. Like, what if that was a fucking kid walking by? She's shooting at like pallets because she heard a noise. Like, it's fucking psycho. Right. Oh, for sure. And what, what, what was the point of the whole scene where she meets a John, or the one of the cops, right? His uh, Bruce Campbell's like, I guess, lover. Side piece. Yeah. So, yeah, side piece. Uh, she meets a John. And he's like, you're a cop. And then they're like, you know almost like kind of yeah all right goodbye like absolutely no point to that scene yeah like Like, he's not gonna tell all the other guys hey that's (laughs) actual cop she admitted it exactly (laughs) yeah that that was such a weird scene yeah i don't know like back to the prisoners like who fights a dude that's naked it's like because what do you worst case scenario or best case scenario you're still like getting his flaccid dong slapped against your pants or something like wait till he's I don't know, drying his hair or something at least freaking weirdos it happens all the time though i mean they did it in, uh, <laughs> they did it in mafia 2 remember the game we got reviewed on uh, our other podcast true. uh it's just like a thing like you know they say i i, I don't know American if because, history X. yeah i don't yeah, know yeah, because, uh, they have, yeah I, I guess because yes. you, you're for sure not gonna have weapons on you i mean unless you got mm-hmm. it up your ass and oh <laughs> Yeah, you're more yeah, vulnerable. But... I don't know if the guards like guarded as as much, or <laughs> yeah, there must be a reason for it. I guess. Maybe he's all slippery too. Just like right? suds your, your stuff up, and then that's when you go out and get. I think Andy, does Andy Andy gets attacked in the shower too? I think in Shawshank, right? No, uh... he's in like a storehouse or something, isn't he? Okay. Yeah, well, when he actually gets raped, it's, he's in a yeah warehouse or something. Okay. Yeah. No, hey, Andy he... doesn't get raped, does he? 
Yeah, he does. Yeah. I thought he says, like, if you put something in my... No, no, no. Because I... wasn't he protected by the, the jail dudes, the prison guards? Yeah, not, at, like, not at first. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it shows, like, him getting beat up in the warehouse, and it pans away as Red is saying, you know, I wish I could tell you it's a fairy tale story, but um, this isn't, yeah. and, you know, kind of... And then he walks funny and stuff like that, so... Got it. Because I thought he said, like, something like, anything you put in my mouth, I'm going to bite off. That's after, when he start, like when he starts, starts fighting back and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. I need a rewatch. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's a good one. Let's just but, switch uh, to Shawshank at this point. <laughs> yeah, let's just talk about Shawshank. Obviously, this movie isn't, uh, isn't deep enough to have the yeah. crazy discussion. So, what, what would be the better movie oh. for this? I, I think uh, keep it slasher. You know, keep it... Yeah. Uh, give that first half hour... Uh, and keep it going you know have him kill a lot of people have a high body count uh, have the cops increasingly like you know breaking the rules to try to catch this guy start turning on each other because they don't know who's the bad cop and have more of a story of you know kind of the inner dealings of a cop like i said that whole thing about no one trusting cops that has to put pressure on them so they they're going to start in inner fighting and it's going to become like a whole thing it could have been really interesting but they just didn't go that way. And the characters weren't developed enough. That, that yeah. whole thing where Bruce, when Bruce Campbell and the girl are going to like all these places and no one's really questioning them and they're in and out of custody. And it's just, it was getting confusing at one point. Like, why aren't they in jail? Why are they, you know, it was just like so convenient. Yeah. It, it basically looks like he killed all the police officers in that right. police yeah. station too. And they don't even like hunt him down. Right. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was just a weird. That, yeah. that whole second half, I think, really drops the movie for me. Like, it's not, I still liked it overall, but I think it could have been way better. Yeah. I think I like that. I think also maybe Bruce Campbell being a young detective under Tom Atkins. So, like, you have more of their, like, kind of like a buddy cop thing. And you can, st- you can still even still kill Tom Atkins maybe a little bit later and then have Bruce Campbell come and, you know, save the day and everything. But fun fact, Joe, uh, Bruce Campbell dies in like the first two minutes of part two. So, how dare they how dare, how dare kill they? him <laughs> man he's got like top billing <laughs> yeah yeah they, they shouldn't they should have just kept him in for all three i guess they probably couldn't afford him maybe yes. in the sequels but uh I don't know. yeah I he was like yeah when that was made he should have so. been i think the better movie would have been if they killed this cop and like he like comes back but he's like all maggot infested and stuff like that and like really zombified you know what i mean so like and uncle sam to... type Ooh, yeah uncle. yeah so sure yeah also another but, like, but, right. but like in the cop yeah but in the cop outfit and stuff and that i mean that's what i was thinking it was gonna be so i mean i guess just in my head but but that, I would have enjoyed that more. You know, as it says, it's like a fine enough movie. I still like enjoyed watching it, but I just I just wish there was a little more horror in it. That's all. Yeah, it wasn't even a, a thought to be on my top 10 for the 80s, you know, but it's a good mm-hmm. serviceable 80s flick. What about that um, old lady that fucking blows that guy's head off? That's crazy. That, that was going to say, that's my favorite kill. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, that, yeah, I forgot about that one. That is a great. Yeah. It was brutal yeah. the way they filmed it too. Like you really yeah. see his fucking head just blow back. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I think uh, there could have been a lot of added tension too if they would have expanded on it. Because I don't think they even touched on that. That's that's a, That was just my issue scene. with it. Yeah. I think everything after that point is where it started dropping the ball a little bit. I, they really could have gone somewhere interesting and they didn't. And kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah, that would have been cool. Like, you know, like civilians versus cops, like type thing. Like that would have been interesting. Mm-hmm. 
Did you guys notice how long the fucking intro was, too? God. Yeah, it was pretty long. <laughs> they, had, they had the pause on each thing. <laughs> on each fucking yeah. piece of, like... Fucking his button. His yeah. pause. <laughs> like, why? <laughs> I was like, God damn, is this movie ever going to start? Fucking thing. <laughs> Man. They should have just had that. I don't know. Yeah, that was fucking ridiculous, dude. <laughs> I think it was four minutes long. It was like, <laughs> oh my on. god, that's like when you pull out your phone territory. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. like, all right, I'll, I don't need to look at the white gloves again. I'm good. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh boy, I do have a massive Maniac Cop two poster in here. That's fucking really cool. I don't even, you can see it from here, but it's up there. Nice. I love that one. Is it signed? No. Bruce Campbell, the star of the film. This, yeah, the star <laughs> of the film. I, I should give him this like next signing. Get him to sign that. That'd be funny. Yeah, exactly. Like what the fuck? All right. Yeah. I'll rate it since uh, I suggest this one. Um, problems aside, I still think it's a solid, stupid movie, and I'm gonna leave it at a seven out of ten for me, or a three and a half out of five. Yeah, I mean it's it's still like a really entertaining watch. Um, you know, it, it's definitely corny, definitely cheesy, but it it has its charm. Tom Atkins, Bruce Campbell makes it worth the watch alone. I'm gonna give it a six. Yeah, and that's where I am too. Six out of ten. I, I enjoyed it. I just I think the potential was there, especially having Bruce Campbell and Tom Atkins as your two stars. This could have been really a really cool eighties movie and it kind of instead drops to, you know, a good a decent but not memorable eighties movie. So six out yeah. of ten. Tom Tom Atkins, I might have to look if Tom Atkins and Bruce Campbell ever did another film together, because that'd be really good too some not to my knowledge, no. But on the uh, Arrow video Blu-ray release, um, they have a really good interview with Tom Atkins. It's pretty lengthy, about 20 minutes. And he goes into depth about this. And he's just, like, I met him one time, but he seems like such a fucking cool grandpa. He's got a cool grandpa vibe. And he's talking about this and making fun of Bruce Campbell, how he died in two minutes in the last one. And he's like, I read the script and I'm dead in 20 minutes. So I'm like, <laughs> like, what the hell? But, you know, easy money for him. So whatever. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. And he is a cool grandpa, for sure. Yeah. I met him last year, and he's yeah, awesome. I really he's want really to meet cool. him. He's getting up there, so. Yes. Yeah, he's, he still, he's still smart, Yeah, though. what is he, like 80? What's he, like 80-something? He's like 85, yeah. or close be. to it. Yeah. 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 He's like uh, Charles Cypher's age, and he's yeah, he's up there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he goes to Frightmare, because I'd love to meet him at least once. So. Atkins, yeah, he went two years ago, so they could bring him back. Yeah, they usually problem. don't bring him back if they were there last year, so he wasn't definitely yeah. wasn't there in the last one. Yeah. yeah my, my problem is I don't know what to get him to sign because I like, H- love him in so many things. You know, it's like H three is what I got. Probably. Yeah, H three yeah. is his most iconic. Or uh, the creeps. If you're into that, creeps would probably be. Thrill me. The fog. Yeah, okay. Carpenter's going to be there, so that'd be a good one-two punch, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If they could get Jamie Lee as like their big you know oh, God, God, <laughs> I mean, that line to be fucking insane not when you got yep. vip baby <laughs> well, some of us were even, VIP work. Would be... <laughs> even vip will stay wait two yeah. hours but, but uh, yeah. speaking of that we'll, we'll all be at texas frightmare in may of next year That's if you right. guys are coming down so we got three-day passes and all that shit we'll have hotels we'll have fun yep. all right sign yeah. us out All right, guys, that is it for this episode. Uh, Next week, we are going to be covering Barbarian, which just hit theaters uh, last week, I believe it was, starring Justin Long, 
and Bill Skarsgård. So if you haven't seen it, go check it out in theaters. And yeah, that is it. Uh, make sure you follow us on all social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, the Horror Squad podcast. My brain isn't working. So we'll see you guys all next week. Our event with Omri, October 22nd. Our event with Damien, October 15th. I think that's it. everything. If not, I'll, I'll tell you next week a little more. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. See ya. I think you see my ass. I had an ass that I don't have an ass anymore. I'm too old. It's all gone away. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, that's America's ass. <laughs>